Hello, welcome to Made to Flourish with your host, Ali Alamea, where we learn to blossom by faith and flourish within. Grab some water, a cup of coffee or tea, sit back, kick up your feet, relax, and enjoy this talk show. Today, we're going to talk about forgiveness and how the Lord is so faithful to allow us to forgive even when we don't notice, even when we try to run away from it or don't realize that we need to forgive a certain person, maybe a group of people, or even someone in the distance like a physician, mentor, teacher coach or someone that we haven't talked to in a long time, maybe a distant family member or someone from our childhood, a friend or someone that inspired us or even a parent, maybe even an aunt or an uncle. Before diving into the word on forgiveness, I wanted to share a little bit about this devotional that I'm doing where there was an example of an actor preparing for his show where they explained how it normally went and how he opened the show was with reading a scripture verse. And this scripture he read was Psalm 23. It was something that he did for many years and many times and it was kind of part of the routine. Many people would travel all over the world to listen to this opening act because they loved hearing the scripture. They loved hearing the reminder of Psalm 23. But there was this teenage boy that came and he was so excited and so passionate about that psalm that he stood up and he asked the actor if he could say it instead. And the actor so kindly extended the yes for him to go ahead and do so. He didn't say the whole thing. All he said was, The Lord is my shepherd. There wasn't much that he added to it. No dramatic pauses or anything like that. As the final words hung in the air, no standing ovation, just silence. Heavy silence. The actor stepped back into the spotlight and said, I've been performing Psalm 23 for years. I have a lifetime of experience and training, but I have never been able to move an audience as you have tonight. What is your secret? The young man humbly replied, Well, sir, you know the psalm. I know the shepherd. So I would like to ask you, in your Bible reading, do you know the shepherd that is speaking those words? Or do you know the scripture that you've memorized and held on to and maybe even quote sometimes? It's really challenging when we try to hang on to scripture, but it's only in our head and not in our heart. So I want to challenge you to grab a hold of a verse and repeat it throughout the day, maybe once every hour or if you do it 10 times a day but let it soak into your mind so that it comes to life in your heart and that the lord would be able to speak to you about something fresh so that it could come to life in your heart and that it could be an encouragement to you and to the people around you i want to jump to verse 6 and i'm reading in the nlt version that says surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and i will live in the house of the lord forever i just love how this verse encourages us so much to the point where it reminds us that we can live in the house of the lord forever So I'm going to be hanging on to this verse, and I would love to know what verse you are hanging on to, so please comment that below. 
Forgiveness is a big deal and we really have to be intentional with how we walk through it and how our heart postures are positioned towards this because we could grow a deep root of bitterness and then we wouldn't be able to see this person with the love of Christ as we should. It may even cause us to see them with the wrong perspective or treat them in a way that wouldn't please the heart of God because of something that we're holding on to from the past that we may not even know and that is causing us pain. It's so crazy how much things can affect us from our past when we don't deal with them. Sometimes we're dealing with bitterness and we don't even know it. I want to tell you this vulnerable testimony as I walked through grief and a release of bitterness. It caught me by complete surprise, but as soon as I noticed, I was thrown into a situation where I had no other choice but to face what I once didn't know and so desperately needed to heal from. The Lord met me exactly where I was at, and He allowed me to make the decision when I was ready to start uncovering these things and walking through the process. He is such a gentleman, and He's so gracious, and also very patient, but sometimes we are afraid to unlock and uncover these things because We know it is going to be painful. We know it won't be easy. We don't even know how long it will take. But just know that the Lord grabs our hand and he walks us through the process with so much grace and he's so patient. He also enjoys carrying us through the process. Some of you may remember a song that I recorded a few years ago with the lyrics that go, I'll pick you up if you let me. I'll carry you if you let me. I'll walk with you if you walk with me too. Come into the garden and rest. So it's basically just talking about how the Lord wants us to rest in the garden with him in his presence. I want to give you this phrase to hold on to. When you feel like Job, hang on, press in, push forward, and look up. It is so important to focus on building our relationship with Jesus and our Father God. He is our shepherd and wants to guide us and lead us. I truly believe that no matter how hard we try or desire to run away from a situation, pretend that it never happened, or make up scenarios in our mind to convince us that it never happened, it still happened and we may have still got hurt. And that's when we have to deal with forgiveness because the only way to move forward and move past something is if we intentionally forgive the person. Well, that doesn't mean that you have to tell them to their face that you forgave them. If that's possible, that would be great, but you don't necessarily have to. I think the most important part is looking at your heart and processing it and realizing, can I think of this person and not get angry? Can I think of them and not wish the worst thing to happen to them? Am I able to move forward and love them well the way that Christ would? And even if it's not a specific person, let's say it's a group of people, or as I mentioned, it could be a doctor that you never even met before, but you kind of think had some fault in a situation that happened. Getting back to the testimony and why I mentioned that is because that was part of my forgiveness journey and I would like to share that with you guys. And this is what I call a full circle forgiveness. A few years ago, my dad got really sick and he wasn't really eating properly and he also had some sort of heart issues as well. 
When I was younger, he had a major heart attack, which led him to get a pacemaker that monitored his heart and just helped it pump when it needed if he, in fact, had another heart attack and wasn't able to get to the hospital in time. Years passed and he did pretty well. I don't think he ever really had another heart attack, but as his health was declining, he ended up having to go to different doctors and take a lot of tests and ended up having some gut issues as well. So I was taking him to the hospital kind of monthly, I think, and just being there to guide him through his appointments and being able to kind of sit next to him and really process the fact that he wasn't so healthy anymore. There were times when the doctors would tell me, oh, he just has to change his diet plan, meal plan, and he will do better. But for the most part, I asked the nurse questions and they would say, there's not much you can really do. He seems pretty healthy. He seems like he's doing great. And I would mention to them, he doesn't seem to me like he's doing great. He's not really eating properly. He's losing weight and we're trying to figure out what's going on. So he started seeing the heart doctor after that and they mentioned that he had different things going on, some blood clots and aneurysms and... I didn't really know what to do at that time. I was also very, very busy in school full-time and working full-time, but I would take some breaks and, of course, take him to see the doctor when he needed to. But it was very challenging to me since I didn't understand the language and it was very hard to have somebody explain to me what was going on. So what happened to him is we scheduled a surgery and he had to get a blood clot removed from his heart. That was successful and we had to schedule another surgery for a month out. At this point they told me that it would be better to wait for that surgery because the aneurysm was too big that if they did the surgery at the time they could have um, punctured it or something would have happened to the vein where it could have bled out and he possibly could have passed away. But the crazy thing is that he passed away the week before his surgery, so he never even made it to the surgery. Without realizing it in the moment, I grew a lot of bitterness in my heart towards medical professionals and didn't really trust their opinion or value their opinion because when I tried to ask questions or figure out what was going on, they didn't really explain anything and they sent me home with packages and papers of different resources or information on what was going on but they didn't say that those things were happening to my dad they mentioned these are possible things that could be going on and as you read this you should educate yourself on what is going on which could have made sense but as i was trying to figure out and help him and do a lot of other things i didn't really see how important those papers were so i didn't really read them but also thinking that they didn't try to educate me was something that really grew that bitter root in my heart. And it made me think that a lot of doctors just want to do things without explaining or having that bedside manner or caring for the patient's family. The crazy thing is that my dad always wanted me to be a medical professional and he took me to different things meetings and internships that I could sign up for for radiology or 
cardiology or even talk to me about being a brain surgeon or working in the peds department. Um, so at one point I decided I wanted to be a pediatric nurse practitioner and then lots of different medical stuff, but I just couldn't find my passion as I was studying. So to speed up the journey a little bit, I ended up signing up for this school called Medical DTS, which is a discipleship training school. And this school was in Kona, Hawaii. I didn't really want to go back to Hawaii. I was more leaning to go to Europe because of my European roots. And I looked and found a school in Paris, which was so exciting, but it only started a year after I wanted to do the school. So I tried to apply to different areas and the one that got back to me was the medical DTS in Kona, Hawaii. At this point when I was applying or looking into it, I was in Hawaii and I decided to go back to Florida because I thought I was going to go back to school for nutrition since I couldn't figure out what type of medicine I wanted to study yet. And in Florida, I tried to figure out my life and get a new job and decide what I would do next, but my heart just wasn't in it, and I felt like God asked me to go back to Hawaii, and I was only in Hawaii for about eight days, and I was looking through the application process, and I decided to apply for this medical DTS. It seemed perfect because I wanted to do medical missions, and I wanted to learn about the medicine aspect of it without going to school to be a doctor yet because I wasn't quite sure. So within a few days I applied, got accepted, and was on the plane back to Hawaii two weeks later. That was absolutely insane for me but here I was on my way back to Hawaii and part of me knew that I would be back soon but I didn't know two weeks soon. So in 2021, I started off my year back in Kona, Hawaii, doing a medical DTS as a student. And that was one of the most incredible times of my life. Five months where I just had a blast. The first three months, we learned about different things, um, our relationship with the Lord and growing in the word and spiritual warfare, our identity in Christ. And then the next two months, we went on our outreach, which is where we go to share the gospel. But we were also doing medical clinics. At that point, we didn't do many clinics, which I think was good for me because I don't think my heart was right for partnership with doctors or doing that many clinics. But again, I didn't realize this and I was just going along and I loved medicine and I wanted to still be a doctor. I just didn't feel the go-ahead or the exact direction in what I should study. And as I was studying and with my friends and praying, I realized that this passion for dentistry grew in my heart. But when this school finished in June of 2021, I decided to go to Alaska. I came originally as a nanny, which was super cool. Um, that's a whole nother testimony. But uh, fast forward a little bit, I went back to Kona, Hawaii and staffed. So I then was able to help disciple students and then go to another outreach to another country and kind of lead them. And that was in 2022. And then fast forward a little more, we went back in 2023 and we had a wonderful time where we actually had someone that was staffing with us from another country, and he is a physician. 
It wasn't until he would explain things in class and share his passion about cardiology where I realized I still had an issue with some doctors. So there would be times where I'd ask questions and figure out the truth of what actually happened in the situation with my dad. And he so patiently answered with so much passion and so much kindness that it really softened my heart to see that not all doctors neglect their patients or even when they're researching, they have can have a passion to think about the person and care about the person and not just the medicine. So I thought that was it and that was great and I could move on. But then we went to our outreach portion, which was in Asia, and that was so fun, but we ended up doing a ton of clinics, which was totally different than the year before where we did about four and the year before we did about two, the entire two months. This time we were doing four clinics, four to five clinics each week. And it was absolutely crazy. I loved it because we had an opportunity to talk to the people in that nation that we wouldn't have been able to talk to if we didn't have the tools that we used at the clinic. So there was an incredible opportunity that we had. But for me, I saw that my bitter root of not being able to trust doctors or being afraid that they would neglect people was showing up in my attitude in the way that I responded to my co-leader at the time and it took me a while to realize I didn't even know until he mentioned something and I thought to myself no I'm just responding in a normal way but I went to my prayer closet in my secret place and I asked the Lord show me what is going on in my show me why I feel this way or why I respond this way when I don't even notice it just happens and later I feel so terrible and I feel like I shouldn't have said it but I can't take it back and it was a constant battle of wanting to love and wanting to see the good but all I could see was the bad and God took me through this process of showing me Your perspective is wrong. You're seeing things through pain and through possible judgment or the lens of past hurts. And this isn't a current issue. So man, oh man, did my heart begin to break. It broke so much, but there wasn't much I could do. All I could do was spend time with the Lord and cry out to him. God, change my heart. God, open my eyes. Break my heart for what breaks yours. Break my heart for what breaks yours. I could constantly say over and over, those were my prayers. I didn't really have many other words to say because I didn't actually know how broken I was and how skewed my perspective or how terrible my perspective was until it came to life in conversations with a specific person and I had to go back to the Lord and ask him for grace, ask him for courage, ask him for the words to say to apologize to my co-leader that was now getting hurt because of my past pain. So this was something I didn't uncover for many years, and I didn't even know that I had to uncover. So my trying to decide 
what I wanted to study in the medical field was really a discovery of how can I forgive these medical professionals that really hurt me, don't know they hurt me, didn't intend to hurt me, but truly did. And I began this forgiveness journey of how can I forgive somebody that doesn't even know hurt me. Even in this, I see God's grace where he allowed me to walk and work side by side a doctor. And I had an incredible hard time, but the most beautiful thing is that God allowed me to see why I was having a hard time. I didn't trust the person I was working with, and I could hardly agree with their opinion. And it didn't mean that they were incorrect, and it didn't mean that it messed with our ability to work together completely, but it did impact it in many ways that it shouldn't have if I had just walked through forgiveness earlier. But the beautiful thing and why I want to call this episode full circle forgiveness is because the Lord is so faithful to pursue our hearts and heal our hearts and he doesn't leave us in a place where we can rot in bitterness and grow in bitterness but he washes us clean and he opens our hearts and he takes out those broken parts of our heart he takes out those nasty pieces that try to hold us back and try to keep us stuck The parts of our heart that are so dirty because they're so full of pain and hurt and anguish, he just desires to take it out and heal it and place love in there, place purpose in there, and place security in him. He desires for us to be whole. He desires for us to grow and let go of the pain and to help us find a way to succeed in life, to help us find a way to live in the abundant life. But when we allow this bitterness to take root in our heart, it's impossible to be able to experience that freedom and that growth with our brothers and sisters in Christ, even if the person that hurt us isn't a believer or isn't someone that's currently in our lives. We need to learn to extend forgiveness and to love them. If we were to see them again, we should be able to look at them with grace. That doesn't mean we have to trust them again. That doesn't mean we have to keep them in our close-knit circle. But it means that we should be able to extend the love of Christ as Jesus would. And all that to say, I want to bring this quote up. When you feel like Job hang on, press in, push forward, and look up. Don't forget to look up because we can only get the strength we need from Jesus, from our Savior, from the Lord, from Holy Spirit that is with us every moment of every day. And he wants us to heal. He wants us to grow. He wants us to walk in that peace that is such a promise for our lives. But the only way we can do that is if we heal and if we trust him and let him work on those parts of our heart that we don't even want to be honest about, those parts of our heart that we want to hide or ignore or pretend don't even exist because they're so gross to us, Jesus sees it already and he wants to cleanse us and he wants to make us whole again and give us new life. But also 
the ability to restore relationships. And from this testimony, I was able to forgive medical professionals and actually desire to love them and trust them. And now this person that I was telling you guys about is one of my friends and we were able to walk through so many things and apologize to each other, forgive each other. And I was even able to be vulnerable and share, hey, it wasn't you that I was doing this to because of anything you've done, but because of the bitterness that I had. And I had to apologize because I then hurt someone else. But have you heard of that saying that says, hurt people hurt people? I know that's true, but I don't want to be another person hurt person that hurts another person. I want to be a healed person that can help others heal too. So in that, we have to walk through our own healing. We have to forgive and repent. And if the Lord prompts us to talk to the person and be able to walk through the process and love them well, like Jesus would. And the beautiful thing is that we can't run away from it and God puts us in situations or uses situations to help us face things that we try to run away from. But ultimately, he wants our hearts to heal and he wants us to be clean before him. So in these challenging situations, we have the option to repent or continue living the way that we were living. And thank you, God, for your grace for bringing this up, even in a painful way. But I had the opportunity to decide whether I wanted to repent and restore the relationships around me and heal that part of my heart or continue to walk in bitterness. And of course, I decided to face the hard things, have those hard conversations, but actually walk through it so I didn't have to continue dealing with the same thing. Instead of the cycle starting over and me having to walk through another painful thing in regards to this, I was able to walk through it and complete the circle. But the Lord carried me through and he showed me how to walk through it. He placed people in my life to be able to heal from that and to be able to talk about those things and extend forgiveness and ask for forgiveness. And it wasn't the easiest process. It was quite painful if you want to know the truth, but it was totally worth it. So when we talk about forgiveness in a sense where we want to figure out how the Lord could remind us of something that we might have forgotten or maybe purposely shoved away so we wouldn't remember. We have to remember he is a good shepherd and he is our shepherd. If we're pursuing him, looking to him, and desiring to please him above everything, there's no way we could continue to hide these hurts, these pains, or the confusion we might have because he is so faithful to reveal it to us in our prayer time, in our Bible reading time. He will expose our hearts and he will show us what to do next, how to walk out forgiveness and how to face it with courage and boldness, but also knowing that we don't have to do it alone because he's sitting with us and he guides us to it and he guides us through it. So the reason why I call this full circle forgiveness is because for many years I didn't even know that I had so much bitterness towards medical professionals, but God's grace, favor, and faithfulness to me, he was able to show me where I was lacking this freedom, where I was lacking 
a connection with him because we all know that unforgiveness is translated to bitterness and that's how we get stuck in a rut and we're not able to move forward and love deeply how Jesus would love with so much compassion and care and even if we pray for that it wouldn't be able to come to pass if we don't deal with that root of bitterness because there is quite literally something blocking us from receiving the love of God from receiving the heart of God for his people and whether it's a people group a specific person or someone that hurt us or someone that unintentionally hurt us like in my story which were medical professionals that I didn't even meet face to face surgeons and doctors that were taking care of my dad and I really had to walk through this process of going to a different state and meeting other medical professionals and realizing that there was just some disconnect even though they were kind and caring and loving for some reason it triggered me and I had to spend that time with God and ask him to show me what it was that was blocking me from having this connection or that brotherly sisterly love towards my brother and sister in Christ. I don't know about you, but I don't want to have anything that blocks me from being able to love someone well. So I even see God's faithfulness in this to reveal that to me and show me that I can be healed and that these relationships can be restored and that now I could see these medical professionals with a new perspective, a godly perspective, and I can see them for how God designed them. And maybe one won't be kind or might have the same effect as it did before but that doesn't mean they're all like that and the most beautiful thing that I feel like came out of this story is that now whatever field I work in and whatever career I choose I really believe that I would not butt heads like I did before with any medical professionals because I'm so secure in what God has done in my heart and I found freedom and hope and this new kind of love and appreciation for their giftings because I wouldn't be able to be this certain kind of doctor or that certain kind of doctor and who knows where God will take me and carry me to next but I just really love that he placed this love inside my heart and I feel healed and I feel restored and redeemed and that's exactly what he wants us to experience when we walk through forgiveness that freedom and that love towards a certain group of people or certain um, person where we wouldn't look at them and cringe or look at them and worry will they hurt me again or do I have to have my guard up no I can trust that God will be my defender and he will stand in the gap and use these people when they need to be used in my life so if there's something that you are running away from I want to challenge you to spend time in your prayer time and ask the Lord what is it that I am struggling to forgive or get over or who is it that I'm struggling to forgive and just sit there and wait on the Lord and see what he shows you and remember that he will be with you and he will help you through it he'll give you the courage and he can even prepare the person's heart as long as you trust him and wait for the right time 
the right timing is everything, people. Please believe that because the hearts need to be prepared, your heart needs to be prepared, and we cannot go and try to forgive someone out of anger. We have to be reaching out out of love for their best intention as well. And one more with this quote that I've been saying a couple times, when you feel like Job, hang on, press in, push forward, and look up. He is faithful and he is for you and he's going to place people around you that love you and support you and forgive you as well. If you thought of someone that this podcast could bless, please go ahead and share it with them. Thank you so much for tuning in to Made to Flourish. Until next time.